And welcome to season five of my podcast. Today, my guest is Rani Wilfred, a realtor, biker, and animal advocate. Hi, Rani. Welcome to my show. Hi, Vedant. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's such a great pleasure and a privilege both. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, me too. And thanks for helping so many people sell their properties. It's my pleasure. So, Rani, I'm curious to know, what does a realtor do? Okay. Uh, what a realtor does is, it's everything to do with real estate. For example, shelter or a home and or an office is such an important and integral part of one's life. You know, when you're growing up, you have, a, have to have a home to live in, right? Yeah. And, and as you grow up, then you have to have an office to go to work. Yeah. Or if you need a shelter, a walls, and a roof over your head uh, to protect you, to live as a family, to grow, to rest, to eat, you know, to spend good time together. So uh, I believe that real estate is a very, very important and integral part of one's life. And a realtor helps people with all real estate matters when it comes to selling and buying. If suppose somebody wants to buy a property or they want to sell a property or they want to take a property on rent or they want to give it on rent, then there are professionals who know about the real estate domain and who are able to help them because to, for them to find a property on their own would take a long time. So somebody who is good real estate agent will know what the client wants and they will help them get that property because they already have sourced and identified some places. Is it fun being a realtor? Oh, yes, because uh, people trust you and uh, you meet people when they are in such an important part of their life. Whenever somebody is uh, transacting real estate, uh, they are looking for a lot of support they're looking they're wanting to meet somebody a realtor who they can trust and who will uh, be a partner in this transaction to make sure it's a pleasant transaction so it is uh, very very interesting I meet a lot of amazing people and uh, it's a lot of fun if I do my job well uh, it's a lot of fun because then they appreciate you and when you're being appreciated it doesn't become work anymore how do you decide what kind of property suits each client? Like if an apartment or an independent house is better suited? Okay. For example, let's understand uh, how, uh, how I look at property, a residential property. I look at it as a home, you know, whether it's a single person or a family, whether it's just like mom, dad and child or the grandparents too one has to understand that this will be a space which will be used by these people to live in, you know. So we have to understand the requirement of each person. Now, suppose it's got a multi-generational family. We cannot give them a property that's just one standalone building and has no community, right? 
everyone will be bored. So I ask a lot of questions. If there's a young child, growing children, then they need a safe play areas, safe commute, closer to schools. And if there's uh, also senior citizens, then uh, it's very important for the medical facilities to be available at a very short distance. So we, I, we ask them what exactly they're looking for. And this property has to meet uh, their requirements and give them a comfortable living so that they are able to come back home, get fresh, rest, have a family time, and then they go out in the world. Children go to school, uh, parents go to work. So they feel rested, refreshed, and go out in the world and do their things. So that is only possible when they get the right home which supports their living. You know, so sometimes it is an apartment. If it's an apartment, uh, it, it has some positives because they don't have to do the entire maintenance. The society does all the maintenance of the play areas, the common areas, you know. So And there's a lot of company to play with. So that's a, a benefit of uh, apartments. You know, you have a community there. Now, if you're living alone in a bungalow, what happens is, it gives you your own personal space with your own garden, your own space also. Uh, but then you ha have to be more responsible because then you have to take care of your own garden. You have to take care of your own property. So it's, uh, it varies that way. A lot of people prefer to buy apartments because they are much less expensive because more apartments are built in a smaller space. And, um, you know, they're safer also. I think out of every 50 uh, residential transactions, maybe one is a bungalow or an independent house, recently off late over the last 10 years, at least 49 are apartments. How does one decide whether they should buy the house or rent it out? Um, it's a good question. It's a very, very good question because um, that decision will help them Either they want to get a property or they want it's better for them to rent. Now, let's look what are the parameters. If you want to buy a house, you have to have a down payment, a certain amount of money, which you have to pay to the builder to book. You know, Also, you have to be working in a place for at least a couple of years and having paid income tax to the government of India for at least three years so that you can get the remaining money on loan from the bank. So mm -hmm. you have to be financially able to make those arrangements. Even if you have your own money, uh, what happens is if you buy a house, then you save on the rent. Because once you pay the rent, uh, it never comes back. So a lot of people, uh, they ultimately their dream is to own their own house because it gives them a sense of security. It, it's um, They don't have to keep shifting houses and then they can do the kind of furniture they want. It's like your own house, you know. It gives you a stable, stability in life. So that's one reason why people buy homes. But also there are people who nowadays, if they're not sure they're going to stay in one place for a longer time and they're keeping on moving, then they'd rather rent a place and they will buy a place only when they want to settle down.
in a house and they live in it for one or two months but after some time they feel like they don't really like it what do you, what do they do yes uh that happens sometimes because uh, there are many reasons why people do not wish to continue a living in arrangement a rental arrangement in a property one reason is they get into a situation where they have to move away like they get a transfer or they move on to a new job they move out of the country or they have to go back to their family to be able to spend their family needs them so there is always some event why they want to move this is one reason the second reason is the house or the property is not up to the expectations you know either the whatever was committed to them is not being fulfilled as in uh, the there is no conveniences around the place or the water there is a water problem or there is a security problem so when we make the agreement for the rental agreement there is a clause known as the lock in clause so if i were to rent a house and there is a lock in for 6 months then i'm forced to stay there for 6 months if after 3 months if i want to move i will have to give the owner the rent for the remaining 3 months because i reassured them that i am going to stay here if there is a problem with the apartment then we can break that agreement and legally move away but if they have their own personal situation that somebody gets a good job and they want to move away and there's nothing problem with the apartment then the lock in clause comes into play and then they can pay the remaining 3 months and move away sometimes people who are not sure that they want to stay for the entire year they request that there should not be a lock in period but just a one or two months notice period so when you want to move away you just say that okay i'm serving a one month notice and i'm moving out so this is the reason but if there's a real real problem with the apartment like is uh, there's a water seepage in the walls or there's a water plumbing problem which is very serious then uh, one doesn't have to honor the lock in period or the notice period you can just move out you know what made you choose to be a realtor well yeah that's again something that i love talking about because in 2000 i came to pune and i was looking vedant for a house to live in and it was the first time i came across a real estate agent you know and i was not able to get the kind of services that i was expecting now uh, let's look at how the world works uh, have you heard of the term called roti kapda aur makan no so the basic shelter uh, three basic things that a person needs roti is food you know food to survive kapda yeah. is clothes we wear mm-hmm. and makan the shelter or the house right these are the basic needs of any person which is the most expensive yeah. the most expensive right yeah now if you go into the market to buy a refrigerator which costs maybe 50000 rupees how are you treated at the showroom very nicely right yeah 
they say, sir, please come in, have a look, these are the refrigerators, right? And they explain to you, they try to give you all the information. And if you go to buy a car, which is about 20 lakhs, you are again treated very well. No, you get all the services, all the information is given to you. You are helped. There's, you experience very good customer care. But what happens when people want to go buy a property or rent a property, you know, mostly they do not experience the kind of customer care or assistance they should when they are going to invest about a crore of rupees, right? Yeah. It's expensive thing. Because if something goes wrong, it leaves a very bad impact on their personal situation, on their life situation. So when I came here and I saw that I was not getting the help that I needed, I was shocked, you know. And so I said, well, let me be the change that I want to see and I was also looking to do something new. Uh, when I realized that there is a first more advantage, there's nobody then 23 years ago, you know, there was so much need for these services. So I decided that I will train myself. I got myself a mentor. I studied the market for six months. And then I started the helping people with real estate services. Because you didn't get the right help, you decided to help loads of people who need the right help. That's really nice. Yeah, that's how it is, right? That's how you validate your presence. The most successful businesses are the ones that provide a solution. Life is always about providing a solution, right? Like I'm a real estate agent. I'm helping people. But I also need food. I need car. I need petrol. I need a computer. I'm a customer for so many other thousand things, right? So everybody needs help at a certain time. And I just uh, said, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's how uh, I think life is. If you do a good, find a solution to a pain point, you can't go wrong. People appreciate it. That, that's really nice. Yeah, thank you. You... You mentioned that you would like to encourage more women to take up real estate professions. Can you tell me more about this issue? Yeah, sure. Uh, I have uh, my mentor is one of the founding members of an organization called uh, Women's Council of Realtors in the US. Mm -hmm. And when they set up in the 1960s, they were laughed at because till then, women were just selling Tupperware, you know? And so they were called the kitty party girls and everyone thought they're not going to be successful. But they became very, very successful because uh, they were helping a uh, lot of people buy homes because women run homes. They know exactly what the family needs. And also women do multitasking, right? Uh, so they uh, work if they they work outside, and uh, they also manage the home. They take care of the children, so they do multitasking, even with help from the husbands. Uh, but both of them do multitask. So women make excellent property managers. They know how to manage the property. They know how to take care of the property. They know what the family needs. You know, they know uh, uh, they are they have an eye for detail. 
but the reason why they don't come into the business because real estate uh, in india for the larger number of years until now things are slightly changing anybody could become a real estate agent you know you don't need a certification you don't need education you don't not need a qualification you don't have any standards of service you know you don't you, you know you're not expected to commit anything to the client so anybody just woke up in the morning and said okay i i couldn't do anything else let me become a real estate agent and that is why the sector was very disorganized and uh, when there's no organization and there's no commitment then it gets a bad name you know so that is why women were not encouraged to get into this business because one flat would be with 50 agents right and everybody is uh, trying to get the transaction and there's a lot of insecurity a lot of wrong information given so it always was perceived as with a negative connotation being in real estate but uh, i devised a way in which women can engage in real estate as a profession they can earn a excellent name transact with a lot of respect and dignity and make a lot of money now i will tell you how for example there is something known as an exclusive mandate an exclusive mandate is where a client gives their property to just one agent and that agent has all the information and the authority to sell their property so this way that agent is able to also share this property information with other many other agents but however there is one price in the market you know there's so what happens is there's a lot of security in the way of working so what happens is suppose a lady comes into real estate she doesn't have to compete with the unethical agents she doesn't have to work on properties which are with 50 other agents but she has this one property over which she has an exclusive mandate and she can very transparently offer this to other buyers right so immediately it creates an aura of trust she doesn't have to uh, worry about oh this property is with so many other people and so many other people other agents are quoting so many prices the clients don't get confused this lady is able to share all the information of that property with the buyers without worrying so that is one thing and second thing is uh there's another aspect of real estate called property management a lot of uh, property owners sometimes they are outside of india right they are non resident indians or they are not staying in that particular city and they have no one to take care of their properties and rent it out and manage it for them so if women get into property management they are able to help the property owners by giving them all the services which are really appreciated because if uh property owners don't have anyone to manage their properties many times they just stay locked up you know they don't earn an income they don't get taken care of they don't get cleaned as a result they depreciate in value and condition so i'm looking uh 
in in the next two years to set up a system where more women can come in they can uh, learn from me how to manage properties how to do ethical real estate transactions and since i'm also a real estate best practices coach uh, i i will also impress upon them that the best way to build a real estate business is to be ethical to be transparent and to be diligent and help the clients as much as you can because then you don't have to worry about your business because your clients build the business they give you recommendations and they uh, talk about the agent to their friends and family and so the agent gets more business so it can be a very very ethical very very respectful and dignified business too do you have any advice for young people who want to join the real estate business yes please real estate services it is an amazing profession to be in because people will always buy homes it is everyone's dream to have a home their of their own you know and once they have a home either they use it or they rent it out or they want someone to manage it so it is an evergreen profession where the need will never reduce the people will always want to have real estate assistance so what i would advise young people is there is a need for ethical highly professional experts to come into the real estate domain so that buying selling managing properties can be a very pleasant experience because people have already done that bit by investing in the property they shouldn't have to suffer after investing you know so they need help so it's very important that more people come into this business and transform this entire real estate services domain into something that's very very highly organized and also accountable services that's some really good advice listen to listeners please follow this advice if you want to become a real estate agent thank you you are also a biker what got you interested in this yeah it's it's one of my most favorite things that i do for myself avedant i grew up in the countryside and my house was halfway up a hill you know so i used to cycle a lot i had a red cycle bike you know a normal cycle and uh, right from the time i was in school i've been cycling when i was in college i used to do a lot of cycling and uh, later on uh, you know as uh, you grow older then you want to start riding the motorcycles so i learned cycle motorcycling at a very young age and it gave me mobility you know when i'm 57 now so when i was very young there were not many girls riding motorcycles but uh, i still learned it because i needed to be mobile they were like wings you know uh, you can go so far walking you can go so far on a cycle but then the motorcycle got me everywhere you know it got me to my ncc uh, where i had my events i could go to college and when i started working also i realized that uh, 
to be successful in life mobility is a very important thing and also uh, i like motorcycling because sometimes uh, when i am going around alone i do not see the need to waste so much fuel by taking the car out just for me and it's not very sunny or the weather is good so that's the time the motorcycle still comes handy and is a very active part of my life yeah that sounds fun and my uncle also has a motorcycle and i've been on it a few times wow that's nice it's quite fun it's really fun i i totally agree what has been the most interesting adventure you have been on good question i don't know if i can call it an adventure but uh, it's uh, really interesting and it really uh, was very testing and challenging when i came to pune and i got into the real estate business and i started doing well i got more and more busy with the business and i stopped riding bikes i stopped doing things that i loved you know going out and just being with the being in nature and uh, just going and hugging trees i realized that i got so much carried off with the work because i was wanting to do a very good job and i was so detail oriented that i was so much passionate about the work and then um, then what happened was uh, i started getting a certain pain in my belly and the doctor says you got like ovarian cyst cancer you have to be operated and it was such a shock to me because uh, i was always very very um fit you know and uh, after surgery the doctor said after four days this is not cancer okay so everyone was very upset they said how could they do this but i was very happy because it gave me a wake up call you know if that hadn't happened i would have spent another 10 years probably just working but because that happened and those four days of thinking i really have cancer made me realize that how precious life is so after that i went and got myself a bike i got a jeep you know and i started riding i started hugging trees again i started watching the stars i started uh, you know doing all the things that i did in my childhood and growing up and which i had forgotten as an adult so when i got uh, before buying a bike uh, i rented a bike to go to the rider mania in goa it's a riders festival which ha- which ha- happens every year in goa so i was very very uh, thrilled so i just rented a bike i didn't have my bike my new bike yet and i took to this bike and i started when i went started my ride to goa it broke down in like five different places yeah and i had made up my mind that no matter what i am not going to give up i used to get it repaired and ride and it is to break down and that to go to the next place get it push it get put it in a tempo take it to the next village get it repaired finally i reached rider mania i think 4 hours before it got over you know at the fag end of it but i was very happy because for me it was very significant at that i did not give up i reached there and it was so happy to see the hundreds and thousands of bikes parked there and all the bikers had come from so many places and that was a beginning of a new life for me that uh, you know yes 
life has to be lived and uh, we have to do things that we love on an everyday basis because you never know what happens when so the best thing to do is always do things that you love and also do the work that you love that's very important i'll make sure that when i grow up i don't stop doing things that i do now and i'll always i'll always do what i love i'm sure i'm sure and you know that's the only way to be and it will give me great pleasure you have a fan in me it was such a pleasure meeting you and uh, i will be there boy you know enjoying your journey and uh, really rooting for you thank you <laughs> you are a vegan and you rescue animals too can you share a little about this part of your life sure uh, vedant Hmm. Uh, I grew up in a Christian family, so uh, eating meat was no no special thing. You know, it was a part of your growing up. Every Sunday fair, every Sunday there is to be non-veg. You know, there is to be meat on the table, and uh, I loved animals from childhood. I would start bringing injured animals, lost animals from the age of when I was five. i started bringing them home but somehow i never could associate the meat on the plate with the animals that i was helping and that continued for a very very long time a very long time until about 8 8 years ago i think a friend when i went biking there was this young person who was a biker he was not an animal lover and neither was he a vegan so he told me that he said rani you know i know that you're a very straightforward person but there is something amiss in your life because you're talking about vegan you're talking about uh, loving animals are you an animal lover he, i said yes he says no you're not an animal lover you're a dog and cat lover you're not an animal lover because what gives you the right to eat one animal and spare the other does one animal feel anything lesser than the other what gives you the right and that really hit me so much so badly medant and he sent me a couple of videos and he told me don't worry this is not about slaughter this is not there's no animal that is going to be really slaughtered in this video and this video was about this one cow um which you know what they do with cows is for example uh, after the they stop giving enough milk they send them for slaughter but having been kept continuously pregnant they become very weak and when they become a little older and weak they can't walk the backbone collapses so there was there was this cow that had collapsed a very heavy cow and they were pushing her with a bulldozer and like a football and she was screaming and i saw like 10 seconds of that and after that i was crying for sobbing like somebody died for four days and uh, so i didn't have to watch any slaughter videos and uh, that is how my life changed because uh, that's what happened and uh, i don't uh, judge anybody because i have been on the other side i was a hardcore meat eater in fact i used to uh, 
make fun of people who don't eat meat i would call them the ghaspoos brigade you know and uh, i would i would uh, really look down on them and make fun of them uh, when i was younger but uh, when this transition happened i promised to myself that from now on i will uh, all my decisions in my life not just food i will try and see that there is no cruelty involved no pain and hurt to other sentiment beings involved that's how i became a vegan you know earlier i was doing a lot of animal i would rescue dogs cats cows whatever i used to see people abusing animals i would i would step in and raise my voice i was very unafraid about this but uh, when this thing happened and uh, this i was challenged with this it changed my life so it's been 8 years now i am uh, i've been a vegan and uh, it's the best thing that has happened to me because it's made me more conscious i don't uh, i don't uh, blame myself or i don't uh, beat myself for what i was earlier but i'm grateful that uh, what happened happened in due time in the right time and uh, where i am now at least i am not in a place where i'm hurting animals and uh, because of my writings and i'm also a vegan food coach i cook a lot of vegan stuff and feed my friends a lot of people have realized that you can still be healthy uh, and you can eat nutritious food then i went one step ahead i did the plant based nutrition course from cornell you know e cornell uh, run by the center for nutritional sciences and which was guided by um, dr campbell so well i have also been studying i have been studying and uh, well that's my vegan journey and uh, yes i think that all of us uh, eventually when we become more conscious or somebody challenges us we uh, take a peek through the door and then we decide what our heart tells us you know that was my story it's a very inspiring story What do you want to be as a child? As a child I wanted to be a dancer. What are your hobbies? I like uh, biking, then I like uh, cooking, eating nice food. I'm a foodie. I like I'm very interested in food. Then I like to write and read. I love reading. Mm-hmm. I like watching amazing lovely documentaries. and movies about i like animation movies and i like movies about animals i'm very much into animals so anything that's nice i don't like violence uh, i don't like to you know so i don't watch those kind of movies but anything other than that i like watching movies too even i like reading loads of books Like for the first few days after I come home, I fresh up, do my homework, and then I go sit on my bed and start reading. Wow, nice! That's nice to know. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you, Vedan, and I really appreciate being on the show. Dear listeners, follow my Facebook page, Curious Vedan, to get updates on my upcoming episodes. Listen and leave on your phone, and get notified about future episodes. Subscribe by searching for Curious Vedant wherever you get your podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Stitcher, Google Podcast, and many more. You can also listen to my show on curiousvedan.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedan. And don't forget to rate and leave comments.